Hi everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I'm Peter and this is Connor. Hey guys. We're going to talk about Better Call Saul Season 2 Episode 10, it's called Click. It is the season finale, so let's get into it. Interesting things happened and I don't know if I've, in full spoilers by the way, I don't know if I have ever been more annoyed at a character than in the final scene of this episode because I was screaming at the TV He's just trying to get you to say it's it. It's so obvious. Don't fucking say it. I know. Saul, don't say it. And it, as soon as he started trying to get him to say it, I'm like, he was getting a tape recorder. That was what that scene in the, the garage was. It's yeah. Like garage for the Americans. Um, like, that's what that scene was. He was getting a tape recorder. This is like, oh, I know where this is going. Just don't just do not oh, do it. Just don't God. do it. And not only did they put us through all that, when I think it's meant to be quite clear what's going on, even before mm. it's revealed, they use that as the cliffhanger. And it's like, such bastards I mean I love it like it's well done but I hate you so much Vince you asshole yeah that that pretty much sums up this episode (laughs) actually I have to say yeah, the episode as a whole is a lot about because even the Mike stuff ends with the note the mysterious note saying don't which I'm pretty sure is Gus it's gotta be right yeah it just makes sense that it's Gus but the the only reason is because Mike has to be working for Gus within a few years yeah like to a pretty consistent level and fairly well, trusted level. It makes it makes sense as well that maybe Gus is paying attention and he sees how good Mike is, how he's handled situations and things like that. And that's why he's going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Uh, to... yeah. Speaking of Mike, that scene, I have never held my breath so much while watching a TV oh. show. See, every time... Maybe because I watch a lot of horror movies, but every time he kept like panning, with the scope, I kept thinking something was going to be right there. I did too, but I was just, I couldn't I couldn't breathe. I was like, this is a guy we know isn't dead. Like, we know he can't kill him yeah. with this well, shot. That's because it's, well, I was thinking maybe he's put from the wheelchair. Maybe it's not an old age I, thing. Yeah, I thought it was too. I thought, because I think up to now I assumed it was a, a stroke. Yeah. Which I still do, obviously. But I thought, at one point, I thought he was going to shoot through Nacho. And it was just going to clip him in the spine, and that's what was going to put him in the wheelchair. Yeah. I was like, shit, where's this go? Like, I didn't know what was going to happen. I was thinking that. So, congrats on that scene for multiple things. One, it was severely tense, even though we know Mike can't get hurt. At least not severely. We, It was incredibly tense. It kept us guessing the entire time, and the outcome was not even any of the things that we probably could have ever thought. No. Because as soon as that horn goes off, it's like, what the fuck is that? It's the way he, it's the moment where he looks at the other horns, like the other cars, yeah. and it's like nothing's going on there. And yeah. then it cuts to the guy digging, and you can't hear the horn. I really like how they do that audio switching a couple of times, yeah. actually. If even as even a moment before the horn goes off, I think it's before the horn goes off, where you just see Mike's eyes look to the sides. Yeah. And it was just a really nice subtle moment, and everything about it. I mean, this scene lasts a good like seven minutes. So it must be something like that. And it's just incredibly tense from start to finish it's great it's just silence there's no words it's just i and mean you're, and you're piecing it together because i mean you figure that he's getting the sniper rifle for salamanca it just makes sense yeah it just makes sense but he's not said anything and he's not you know you're thinking is there something else at play here is he waiting for something specific has he been watching them and he's seen something that we're not aware of but then he oh. walks out and it's like okay he's here to kill him that's what he's here for yeah uh, it has to be gus it has to be. Also, I like the uh, I like the moment with Bobby from Supernatural. I don't know his name in this, but the, the guy who's holding the gun. Uh, oh, okay. I, I like, haven't seen Supernatural, yeah. so I didn't know. I like that 
he rubbed off the gun before he left and he's like no offense and makes you like i'm taken i I don't know why i just really like that moment i I think it kind of to me as i was watching i thought if if he hadn't done that mike would have just gone you're a fucking amateur yeah yeah just look down on him yeah you could tell it mate respects him more for (laughs) taking precaution yeah yeah that was good uh what did you think of the opening scene with uh well first of all it was a nice fake out because it starts in the hospital like machine and you think it's chuck yeah Yeah, you think it's uh chuck and it pans over and then that's them there and it's her mum i really like this scene because this really it brought back because we spoke earlier in the season how chuck resents saul and he's jealous of saul not because of what he's doing but because people like him and because he's memorable to people and because he's a spirit that they want him to be around and his mother saying out jimmy's name multiple times before croaking even though he clearly said it's me chuck yeah and it's gotta be rough being the eldest as well and being overlooked like that so that really joe for me chuck this season has really transformed into the villain of the show yeah definitely he is the antagonist because jimmy or saul whatever you want to call him he throughout this entire season has shown that even though chuck keeps fucking him over he will ultimately do the best he can to help him because right at the start of this episode we were debating last week does he go in does he go in and possibly incriminate himself and he does yeah right away and i actually really like that moment with uh uh the guy who helps chuck ernie yeah i like uh how he like covers for saul and he's just like like He's been out to get you for some reason, and you're my friend. Like he also had one of my favourite lines of the episode where he leaves and he just goes, "Should have stayed in the mailroom." <laughs> yeah, that was good. But I like that because it again brings back that whole thing with Chuck is that people like Jimmy. Yeah, he's likable in, even though he does a lot of shady stuff legally, he is a good guy. Everything we've seen in this show says that he's a good person to those he cares about. Yeah, and definitely. he tries to be the best he can. Ultimately, to a weakness at the end of it's this it's one. even legally like while he is cheats about his methods who he represents like he goes with the elderly like yeah, he's exactly, doing something yeah. good in with with his shady practices it's very robin hood kind of is yeah i mean he's not he's not i mean i suppose it is kind of given to the poor but in the sense that he's given elderly like mm. the lawyer but he's standing up for the week he's, he's standing up for the week but he, even when he's conning people he's not given to the poor but he's only targeting dickheads yeah. I get the impression that if Saul ever ran into a rich person who was actually really nice, he probably wouldn't screw them over. Yeah, probably wouldn't. Um, so even though Saul is shady in a lot of ways, he is a good person. And you feel that in this episode. Because there's so many moments in this episode when he could have done one little thing to go against that, but he refused to commit Chuck. He even hesitates before grounding himself, before going in, and he almost doesn't do it, but he does it at the last second. Yeah, he just, he just has to do it. He still does it. Because as much as we say it's in Saul's nature to do this, that, and the other thing, it doesn't actually matter in the sense that it's also in his nature to be good to the people he cares about. And he keeps doing it. And he keeps showing that he's dependable there. Yeah, And and this is why Chuck's the villain. Because he can't, like when, when, he, uh, when the mum says Jimmy's name, he doesn't tell him. No, that's evil. He, he, he just... He can't bring himself to do something good for him when it when it didn't benefit him in some way. So as much as the final kind of didn't do exactly what we thought it would do, it did different things, and it was kind of a cock tease for next season. 
it did actually kind of perfectly wrap up the arcs of almost everyone this season. The only one I'd say I got a little bit of, of the shaft. Week one, yeah, is um, what's her name? Kim. Yeah, I I feel like she didn't get the shaft so much as her arc just ended the last episode. Perhaps, perhaps because she sort of accept because over the season she's accepted who Jimmy is and. She's willing to be with them, but it has to be have this sort of divide with yeah. the, the law firm. And even that scene in the bed last week when she's like, mm. she sort of gives them the hints, you know, without saying it directly. Like, she's kind of accepted who she is and who she's with. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of her been our arc. So I feel like she's there on this episode as a capacity to help Jimmy, and that's about it. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, and I actually really like that moment with the, uh, the, the, the commercial comes on TV. Mm. Looks good. It did look good uh, for for the amateur hour that was going on. It looked good, and I liked uh, Saul's reaction to it because the advert's talking about him being honest and trustworthy, and he just feels guilty. And he's feeling guilty, and it's just. But yeah, I like to come back to that last scene and just reiterate how my stomach. T- I actually closed my eyes. See, as soon as he started saying saying he did it, my eyes closed, and I just sort of had to sigh. I was like, I did the say. I was just like. No, Saul. What are you doing? No. Why? Why would you do that? No. This is it. He's, he's too good to a fault. This this is the sort of thing that's going to make him bad, because it'll get to a point where he's like, "What's the point in trying to be good if it just fucks him over this much?" Yeah, it's it's all Chuck's fault. It is. That, that's what makes him the villain. Yeah. Chuck, Chuck's the villain here. Yeah, definitely. He's the flat-out antagonist. He's become the supervillain, and all of all, everything he did in this episode, in the last half when he like resigns and whatever mm. else, all apply. Terrifyingly evil genius levels. He's a goddamn mastermind. He is. Well, he's come so far since the start of season one. Like it's incredible. Better call Saul, people. Fantastic season. Um, better than season one, I'd say. I would definitely agree. So, yeah, that's the season finale. Of... Thank God we've got a season three coming. Yeah, that's season th- season two of Better Call Saul done. Of course, let us know what you thought of the uh, episode and, of course, the season as a whole down in the comments. Also, like and, you know, subscribe and all that jazz. Helps us out a lot. Keep watching TV, guys. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.